Welcome to The Sea is Medicine, where we explore the ocean's power to heal, inspire, and transform our lives. Today, I am speaking with the talented Joshua Varela. He is a creative who studied art and music in his formative years and now traverses the globe living his passion as a surf photographer. He has dabbled in board shaping, overcome health issues, and remains a surfer at his core. When he's not traveling, he'll be on the coast of California somewhere photographing surf. So find him at a surf break or on Instagram at underscore Joshua underscore Varela. Yay. So welcome, Joshua. I'm so thrilled to have you here. I know that you're a surfer, a surf photographer, and I'm sure so much more. And so we're looking forward to getting to know you and hearing your sea sea story today. Welcome. And, you know, tell us how did you get, like, did you grow up by the ocean? How, how did your, your, um, sea inspiration start? Um, yeah, I, I grew up in South San Diego and, um, I definitely did not like the ocean when I was a kid. Interesting. Yeah. I was definitely like very afraid of it. I, was very intimidated and watched scary movies and just thought (laughs) thought so many things could be in there that I just kind of always was more gravitated towards skateboarding. Okay. Yeah. Skateboarding. Yeah. And then, uh, the love for the ocean didn't really come till much later till like my mid twenties. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So how did you overcome your, um, well, I guess not. maybe not fear of the water, but, like, how did you get interested in it? Uh, actually, <clears throat> my sister surfed pretty good, and I, I was always like, oh, man, we'd go as a family, and I just always seemed kind of, like, alone on the shore. And mm-hmm. so I was just at one point, I was like, oh, I'm tired of sitting here by myself. Everyone's out there surfing. I'm going to go out there. And uh, it took a while. I remember I was a pretty slow learner at first. Oh, yeah. It took <laughs> me a long time, too. I mean, I had to battle the white. I mean, I don't know. And it depends on where you start, too. When you're starting in, like, you know, beach break and stuff, it's often a little bit more difficult than some of these consistent little reef breaks that are friendly. So. Yeah, I didn't get to my first like point break till I was like 25. Didn't even know that waves could be so consistent. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I moved, I moved from San Diego to Minnesota for school. Oh, wow. So I got yeah, I got moved out of the beach life and then realized was, um go ahead. Uh realized how much I needed it back in my life. Okay. So that's interesting. I was wondering, I was gonna ask you if the Minnesota move was like after you started falling in love with the water or or like before. So yeah, was- I just got like a little taste. That was like uh, when it started. It was with the family, like going to the beach. 
And then I came back from college in Minnesota. Yeah. And I met a girl that surfed really good. <laughs> and uh, she basically, one time she went out on a really big day and like busted her nose and it was like all oh. bleeding and stuff. Oh man. And she came in and was like, what are you doing in here? I thought you were going to go surfing with like her nose still bleeding. Oh. And I was like, okay, yeah, I look like a total dork. I'm going to go out there and start surfing. Oh. I love it. That's so funny. Yeah. And so she is like my first surf mentor. That's sure. beautiful. Yeah. Well, I love that too, because often, I mean, not always, but you know, the stereotype is right. It's like the big guy surfing, you know, and, you know, showing off. And I love that this was like the opposite kind of. Oh, for sure. Complete opposite. I feel like a lot of, I take the long way to do a lot of things in life. I (laughs) I just enjoy it more. Yeah, well, as long as it's your way, that's, I think, the most important. Yeah. Yeah, and so my mentor, um, she ended up actually passing away. Oh, no. Yeah. And um, I kind of just, like, I guess, like, had to go to the beach every day after she, like, passed away. And like, oh, is that's what he taught me? Yeah, that's like I'm getting shivers. Yeah, no, it was a lot. Like I, I guess I had no other way to like cope with reality at the time, and so yeah. I just like wanted to be in the water, like close to her, and yeah, it's like surfing all the time. I always kind of like grew up in like hectic environments. So I always like like moving fast so you don't have to like think about the present. That's what like skating was to me and snowboarding was is just like throw yourself off this jump or break your arm this way and you don't have to (laughs) think about anything going on, you know? Oh, yeah, I hear you. And so I kind of just turned into this surf monster (laughs) straight up like you could not get me out of the water just like barely showed up for work always just in the <laughs> water surfing you were like the typical surfer dude huh yeah i just went from one like side of just like having three jobs and only going to the beach because my friend and girlfriends wanted me to <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, then later in life them being like hey josh you need to stop going to the beach so much. Like <laughs> you're ruining your life right now. I'm like, no, I'm not. This is perfect. This is exactly what I need to be doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's taken me down a long road of just like being able to meet so many people. And then I got into making my own boards. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even know that. That's great. Wait, yeah. so how did you trans? So wait, was like, was there a transition that kind of got you back on land a little more? Or or was that, like, was it was it just, like, a process of grieving? Or, or did I, it? I still spend probably, like, six hours of okay. my day at the beach every day. <laughs> so 
still, we're still, um, we're still, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think yeah. I honestly like created this, this like way to where I tried to found, find ways to make money that involved with surfing. Cause I realized like how much I needed it in my life. So mm. I started doing ding repair and then making boards Okay. And then I couldn't sell my own boards or like I wanted to market them, got into photography. And then I stopped making boards because I was doing better at photography than I was making my own boards. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, how that works, right? I mean, that's the beauty of life, right? You just keep trying things and yeah, you know, some things yeah. flow and some things don't. I mean, it's like waves, right? Some waves you're on and it's just like, completely one and then there's other ones where you're like i'm trying to trying to get you know down the line or whatever yeah i always feel like when you know it's good you don't have as much fun but if you have no idea how it is you have way more fun ah. <laughs> you know because you have no expectation you know so i'm always like oh, i don't want to hear the report i just want to go check it you know or like that's a good thing yeah, if I'm filming though, I definitely have to look at the report and like stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very much like two relationships I have with surfing there filming. Yeah, well, it's I mean, it's different. However, I would say that if you surf a lot, you can bring a whole interesting perspective to photography and and you know your 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 vision and. I, I mean, I, I looked at your work and there's definitely um, a real originality and a real like genuine, I don't know, there's something really unique and genuine about it than these like flashy covers of, because if you know, if you surf, it's not necessarily all like glowing, bright blue turquoise barrels, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surfing is like this dynamic, constantly changing, constantly shifting. You know, sometimes the current's super strong. You're con you're paddling a lot. You know, it's not, it's, there's like this glamour side of surfing and then there's like really surfing. And yeah, no, definitely. I see the, the darker, <laughs> cloudier <laughs> days more often, especially here in California. Yeah. <laughs> like in the morning when it's good it's I always have to like mess with video to make it look more surreal than just like cloudy and cold I guess <laughs> right but that's beautiful right because you it, you're kind of able to bring a whole creative you know, you're like breathe some life and creativity into something that... yeah yeah it's it's great. I've had a lot of great mentors with the surf film or skate film or in film alone, just living next to like the hot spot of Hollywood. I'm only um, an hour and a half away from like filmers unions and things like that. Right. So I, I definitely have a lot of awesome mentors and really privileged for being able to live here. Just like end up making it back. To California from moving around so much. I thought I was gonna get stuck in Salulita for even longer, but I oh yeah somehow made my way back up here. I don't know. Salulita is not a bad place to get stuck. 
Oh, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I so much fun. Like, I was just telling my buddy, like, <laughs> how much I didn't, ex- like, I had a whole different idea of it when I went down there to when I was there, you know? Like, yeah. my planning my trip, and I got there, and I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. I really got to, like make sure I drink enough water and figure oh, yeah. out how I'm going to get to this next surf break, hitchhiking. And it, was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that, I really loved, uh, we went to Chicala one day. Oh, you went up there, yeah. I actually yeah. still haven't even really been up there. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, the cleanest wave I've surfed in a while. Oh. <sighs> nice but i still ended up filming more than i was surfing just because i yeah i don't know i now that i've i've been doing so much more film like when it's really good i almost will film over surfing like wow that's so interesting what shifted i don't i don't know like i just want to like i guess like the fragility if that's the word of like having my surf mentor pass away like I want to make sure that everybody can remember like the moments that are like really special in those waves because I never got those of my mentor and I wish I had like a surf clip of her you know or like a photo of them surfing and I don't have any so uh, I guess that is like a reoccurring thing for me when I see like really beautiful surf I'm just like oh this needs to be remembered that's really beautiful yeah no I I I enjoy it It definitely makes me happy filming sometimes like a lot of my friends are like you need to get out here and I'm like oh no I'm actually I enjoy this and they're like how how you look at what you're watching you know yeah (laughs) but it's great I love it yeah, no, I, I understand. There's something, I think it's just as great to see people. I mean, it, especially I, I've kind of explored sort of like a tantric Buddhist perspective and it's sort of you one with everything and one with everything. So even if I watch somebody enjoying a wave and being super in it, I can kind of connect to that as well. And it it gives you joy, you know, or it's like seeing children in the street playing and and they're full of joy you know i can tap into that just like tap into somebody's sadness or somebody's you know pain you can tap into that joy and that that glory and that life essence right like that spirit so so i can understand too i mean i i've actually been having to sit out the past few days there's some really nice waves at unclosing And I have like a wound that's healing. So oh yeah, I have to like, it has to heal. But it, just going and watching was like still almost as if I was there surfing. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's, it's so beautiful to see it and then to, under, to really understand it, right? Because you've been there, you've been out there, you've had those experiences. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, all of, I just love all of it too. Yeah. You understand it. We need to get you a video camera. <laughs> uh, actually, that's funny. I used to be, I used to 
be a photographer. I used to be a camera assistant too. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I actually have, I, I used to exhibit photography in Honolulu when I lived in Hawaii. Wow. I bet you have amazing photos Hawaii. <laughs> but maybe I'll get back into the photography. I don't know. I, I still, you know, dabble and, and have a creative eye. You know, I'm always kind of seeing things. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. Anyway, how long have you been photographing? Like, when did that when did that start or how did that start shoot it started i got the gear saved up the money but uh i actually got my first camera and computer and everything i shot on stolen like two years into my photography oh yeah yeah everything my hard drives the whole deal yeah so i I had got a lot of people really bummed out because I was making a lot of like things over time or like movies, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think that when that happened, I became a real photographer. I think (laughs) up up to that point, I was like a hobbyist, you know? But when that shit got stolen and. I was like, um, are you going to do this again? Like, are you going to invest the money into doing this again or not? And I was like, okay, you're a photographer now. Like, you're going to do it. Wow. Pick up where you left off. Tell all the people sorry that you lost their stuff. And let's go get more. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. I really love your attitude because, you know, so many people would just, freak out or maybe stop or something i definitely tried to find them with like the find your apple thing it led me to like a hotel and then i was like okay you can't knock on every door of a hotel trying to find your stolen stuff and then what there's not like they're gonna be like yeah i stole it (laughs) here you go (laughs) so i just kind of that's when yeah it's definitely like a hard thing like why universe but i think that it really i don't think i could have called myself a photographer like personally till that happened because i just feel like some like everyone's a photographer you know like we have them on our phones right right it's everywhere but it's like the photographers i really idolize are like war photographers like people putting their putting their life at risk or their you know everything to like capture these moments and preserving them yeah well it's like i would never compare myself to that type of stuff but i definitely like definitely endure a lot of hardships to get surf videos (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it's it's a big deal there's a lot that goes into especially like underwater stuff and oh yeah I mean, it's, um, it's intense. Yeah. I'll I mean, spend it, takes like, a lot, it takes a lot of patience, perseverance, uh, and then like knowing the equipment and back up, you know, I mean, it, 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 there's, there's a lot that goes into it to get really, you know, good stuff. And I think 
So because there is so much photography now and we're inundated with images, yet there's still, I think, a clear definition of images that rise above the others. You know, I think the ones that can really sort of tap in deeper into our hearts and into our minds, into our spirit, you know, and really kind of trigger something, a feeling or emotion within, you know. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, like what you were saying earlier, like the how you can pick up on the energy in like a video and you feel it too, you know, like kids yeah. playing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's I love huge closeout surf because you could see how like how much those people are in that moment. They're not thinking about anything else but trying to get barreled, you know? And yeah. I love seeing that on people's faces for sure. Yeah, it's really beautiful, you know, and you're really honing in on like these moments, right? That are totally lost unless you tune in. (laughs) Unless I'm there filming it or someone else is there. It's like that feeling you had uh, over time, you get more waves and more waves and you forget the the small moments like that. Yeah. That's really beautiful. So do you have like a collection of closeouts? Oh my gosh. I have six <laughs> terabytes of video just from being in Salulita. Oh wow. Yeah. Lots I go through lots of video. I spend maybe like four hours a day just going through clips like back back dating. Oh wow. Yeah. So and are you working on any particular like film or anything right now or do you do just clips for other people or businesses or um it's or really a, yeah it's all over the board like okay. i'm such a i guess like sporadic bad planner that i <laughs> i just like take jobs and finish them and take nice. jobs while I'm doing that job and yeah just kind of stay on top of one as they come in assembly line style kind of <laughs> <laughs> I love it you're going with the flow of uh contracts <laughs> yeah exactly I I just, I'm always driving to like Malibu or you know I'll, I'll drive like four hours to go get a surf clip and drive four hours back to go get a different one at a different wave and sleep in my car for like three weeks at a time (laughs) like this is great see like people don't realize what efforts you have to go to to get to get the goods (laughs) oh yeah or like i i wake up like 10 people texting me to go to 10 different spots and then I have to like pick favorites you know or like you know it's like oh man well which wave's better you know but this guy's my friend more <laughs> you know like you don't know what to do how do you choose do you have a system oh. using uh whatever way the wind's blowing less <laughs> wherever <laughs> the waves are usually better is where I'll go yeah that's a good call good call uh, where did you um, shoot today? Yeah, I went to three different spots today, but they're all like within 30 minutes of each other. 
Oh, wow. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. That That is nice of the California coastline. Like, we have a huge freeway right next to the beach. Yeah. Probably bad for the environment, but really good if you want to go surfing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good spots in San Diego. I mean, I've been out there once a long, long time ago, but it, I had a lot of fun. It's such Tell a, me about the band. It's a great way to Oh, oh um, I'm in a band uh, with Levi Prairie. He's like um, a very good musician out of Costa Mesa. And he's kind of just, I feel like, like that's his calling, you know, like he's always playing music any chance he gets out in public or anywhere. And he asked me to play bass in his band. So I just said yes it was like a no-brainer and i i never really nice. played bass but i played guitar so yeah it's it's been interesting yeah levi is just so creative and sporadic like myself like i always admired his surfing like mm. you never know what the guy's gonna do <laughs> and it always looks awesome so i he asked me to be in the band and I couldn't say no. I was like, yeah, I don't really play bass, but I will do it. Oh, that's cool. So do you think that like how you surf is um, reflects in like how you live life? Oh, I don't know. There was a little correlation there. Yeah, I I think (laughs) definitely like, I mean, once you get to a, a certain level, I guess, you know, like, you can do all the tricks or whatever, but you choose not to, you know, like more on like the competitor level I can from filming now and going to so many competitions, like say the sun was directly behind them and I could only see a silhouette of them. I could tell exactly who it was like just because of how they're moving and like the way they, read waves and stuff and their arms and hands and yeah i definitely think the most valuable language is body language in a lot of aspects of life like when you're talking to people you know like i grew up a little hard of hearing as well i had hearing aids as when i was younger so i definitely like i prefer talking to people in person you know yeah and i love that surfing is a very like fluid sport like that like you're speaking with your body you know <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna i'm curious too like what other nuances and things have you discovered by photographing i used to like hunt like perfect waves you know like constantly trying to get like the cleanest best looking wave for videos or photographs and then you got to talk the surfer into also doing that you know (laughs) and um i don't know the more i do it now i kind of prefer like the kind of choose to live my life like i i like a bit of a struggle you know because it proves it proves that you're there you're like trying to do it you're there and you want to persevere and right. you want to like grow on a harder path than some easy path you could take. True. It builds character, right? It builds, yeah. It's kind of how you 
it, it's kind of approaching life in more curiosity and creativity than if you're just always going for the easy. I don't know if I don't know if it's necessarily easiest, but just like you're almost missing so much. Yeah, or I... like breezing, like oh, it's this, this, this. You know,、um, there's a lot to experience in the darkness and in the pain and in in the getting there. I mean, that's what I love too about surfing in some surf spots is because a lot of surf spots you actually have to. Climb over something, or go down a long path, or you know,、right. like <laughs> I mean, I would. I remember in Hawaii there was like a path, you know, and then if it rains, it gets super muddy. I mean, I remember like sliding on my ass just to get to some waves, like through some mud, you know. Oh yeah, down a hill or something. You're like,、yeah. oh, I'm not gonna fall down this cliff. I'll just get、yeah. all muddy and slide、yeah. down, like. Getting in the ocean, anyways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then like getting back is like a whole nother story. But at least you know, I don't know. But yeah, there's sometimes a little bit of a that experience even more juicy or more incredible. It, it I think it expands your taste for life, your experience. It, it makes like the buffet of life bigger. Oh yeah, better palate. Yeah, to understand everything. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying your attitude. How did you end up going to Mexico? I know there was like a surf contest. Now, do you surf、um, photograph a lot of surf contests too, or how does that work?、I'm、I wanted to go to the one in Saladita, and it, it was they switched it、Saladita. to Saladita, the Mexi Log Fest. And so I had no, I, I knew nothing about Saladita before I got there. Like I did all this research like two years before about Saladita, and like I,、uh, I just wanted to go for like two years. COVID happened. I couldn't go the year before. I was in Australia, so I was just、wow. like, "Ah,、oh, I need to go to this party surf contest." Like I'm. I just like you know if someone says you can't have something you want it twice as bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I guess COVID came in and was like you can't go to this awesome surf party and hang out with your friends and do this and I was just like the next year I was the whole year I'm like oh I'm going I'm going I'm going I'm going, and so I had the funnest time like I. Well yeah, it's Mexilog Fest, right? That's yeah. The, right, it only happens every two years. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, funny! So, has this like put a wrench in your plans traveling? Because did you travel a lot? Um.、Or? Yeah, the COVID deal. So I, I also have like um, like a minor health condition where I end up getting surgeries pretty often. So I I do a lot of filming and on those downtimes too. Yeah. So I I have um. Multiple symmetrical lipomatosis, so I'll get like、uh, a lipoma tumor deal, like growing inside one of my joints or something. Like I've had six knee surgeries, wow, one shoulder, one back, neck, 
had quite a few surgeries. Oh my god! And then you keep getting in the water after. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I can. I'll, I'll still have stitches sometimes, and I'll just get oh like petroleum de- jelly and just put it in the wound so nothing can get in there, and go. <laughs> like, and everybody thinks I'm crazy, <laughs> but it's. I have to do it. I can't stay out of the water for too long. Yeah. That's inspiring. I've had major surgery too. I I don't have a colon, so I live with a little pouch, and I have a huge, you know, uh, my scar is still here healing because it's been about a year and a half, and I mean, it takes a while actually for the body to heal. But but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's a whole. I think also though, in a weird way, like that whole ex- the whole experience empowered me and. I appreciate surfing like so much more than I ever have in my life. Now. Oh yeah. When you get it taken away for a while, you just sort of like, Oh my gosh, I can walk on water. What? Yeah. <laughs> like you forget. <laughs> and you're like, wow. Yeah. You never want yeah, to Like even just watching it now too. Right. It's just like, or just even being next to the ocean again, like not it's having enough. to be enclosed and, and, working yeah yeah it's just it's like such a miracle as many times as i've gotten injured or haven't gotten injured and had to get surgery i've spent so much time in the sun just filming like i never not have sun bleached hair or sunburned skin (laughs) and i can verify it I see, I'm seeing you right now, and I see the whole, you've got the whole, <laughs> the, the bleached hair. Yep. Yeah, probably not You're good glowing. for you. You're glowing. <laughs> yeah. Job interviews, it's a little rough, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm not wearing flip-flops, uh, it's all right. I'll be okay. <laughs> what do you find so healing about the water and the ocean? the sea um i feel i often think of those like um sensory deprivation tanks Mm. you know because like there's so much salt in the water and i don't have a whole lot of fat on me even though i have a fat disease (laughs) like i'm very skinny so like i i just like somehow still just like float straight to the top don't ever have to like tread water just sit in their sensory depth and I just kind of <laughs> I let the ocean kind of talk to me like the currents and the wind and yeah if there's like dolphins around me I swear I can like feel it sometimes you know yeah I think what what's healing for me is that it is like no- nothing when you go into the sea yeah it's always scared me so I have a um intense amount of respect for it yeah like the second it starts talking to me so just a little bit and it doesn't like the vibe i have or something i, I switch it i'm like hey all right ocean yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna get out right now because you're telling me i don't need to be in here right now or yeah. you're telling me to go out further there's a bigger wave coming no one's out there okay i'll go out there yeah. <laughs> Sure is enough, you know, like it it happens. You sit out there long enough, you'll catch like a huge wave and everyone's like, That guy's crazy. There's no waves out there, but if you if you listen right, you know, you'll get them. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. In fact, I, Lauren, who I just talked to, she was talking about how she can sense sharks in the water. And like all of a sudden, or if she gets it, or if, she, or not necessarily, like she'll get a bad feeling and she'll get out of the yeah. water. And then somebody will be like, oh, somebody just got attacked there like an hour ago or something, you know? So, yeah, I heard that podcast. It was really cool. I definitely related to it in some way. Not so much. Uh, if I sensed a shark, I would just, <laughs> I don't know. The second I thought about thinking about it, I'm already on land. Like, <laughs> But I think that, well, I think this is really neat, and there's something there about when you spend so much time in the water. There's sort of this vibing thing that happens. There's a way of feeling and reading um, the water. There's almost like a sixth sense in a way yeah. It develops. Yeah, I, I used to film a lot, like at reef breaks. Uh, in San Diego and when it gets big like you then <laughs> these huge shelves in the water shooting with the camera like getting pummeled by barrels and not knowing like you have to like feel out the currents and knowing where the shelf is you know like the reef all the water moving under you is like talking to your fins and your feet telling you like if something's getting close or not, you know, you have to like use all your senses. Yeah. And you can't trust your ears. And I, sometimes I feel like that's where I get like a little bit of an upper hand in the whole mm. film deal. Cause I'm literally just like feeling a lot of what's going on and not really looking so much at like the exposures of the shot or anything. I'm just kind of, feeling it out and if I was going to go surf that wave what would I want it to look like or like strange feeling in the water filming <laughs> lots of feels lots of feels and constantly fighting off whatever fears I might have yeah but that, that's like how I get my it's the same adrenaline as like surfing a big wave you know like you're living in the mm. moment like yeah. when I'm taking photos in the water, I'm like, okay, live in the moment, live in the moment. Don't like think about anything in here. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great practice. Oh, it's like a you, you have a little spiritual practice of of shooting in the water. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like most, I guess most photographers are like thinking is like. <laughs> have a plan or like for a shoot you know yeah let me i'm just okay here okay let's feel it out all right whatever you want <laughs> like i try to make it fun for everybody you know that's awesome not so much for like a work plan yeah well i feel too there's uh english language i mean our languages are limited you know i think there's a lot of like you were saying feeling and sensations and things that we really don't have necessarily language for like there's just things you have to experience and I don't know maybe sometimes even sounds or pictures or our or signals yeah. I don't know are, are a better way to transmit um, some of these messages i guess or some of these communications yeah, that's what i love about video you know like 
it's I try not to like put too much take away from like the surfing or the feeling of the surfing at all. A little surreal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, I love it. I I keep keep uh, photographing and and sharing your vision because it's we need to see it. We need to see it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm hoping one day when I'm real old and have this library of surf footage, I'll make like a an epic super surf film. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. But can't until wait. then, I don't really, I don't really plan on making too much of a financial gain of it. I just doing it to preserve it and share it with people. Yeah, well, that's beautiful. I mean, there is so much to life beyond financial gain. So where can we find your stuff, like your music or photography or surfboards? <laughs> or... Yeah, until <laughs> I decide to start making like some gain, financial gain from it, it's kind of just you got to be around. <laughs> it's like, I just... I just like. Well, you do have an Instagram. Yeah, I I do you the can Instagram. Share that with people, but is there yeah. anything else? No, not no. I I don't have a YouTube. I give a lot of the commercial stuff, like pretty much to the surfers, and they'll just like a lot of times my work doesn't get mentioned in like some surf commercials and stuff, and it doesn't really bother me as long as my friends can like profit from it and keep surfing and keep me filming and going on trips it, yeah one day i'll have my name like stapled to something i'm sure <laughs> see <laughs> yeah i did this <laughs> i plan on um, doing a couple surf festival films just like oh, short nice. films also try to keep it pretty local to my area like support the underdogs get them clips so they can get sponsors and i try to just like keep everybody excited and uh, i'm sorry to everybody i don't get the surf clips too i'm very like (laughs) i'm always filming and don't really have the time to sit on the computer and email clips to people (laughs) yeah well i mean i guess they have to find you yeah, that's what I tell them. I'm like, yo, meet me at the beach. And yeah. I'll give you your clip. <laughs> that's brilliant. I remember the days when you used to actually meet people. Like you would find people because we hung out certain places. Oh, yeah. I was just talking about this last night. Like I, I really miss like the idea of the 90s, you know, having everything monitored in a weird way or like, you know, like you couldn't just put whatever you wanted on the Internet. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, there was a lot more forethought into everything. Yeah. Like you would have to like meet people and it wouldn't just be like instantly or change your mind. You couldn't change your mind so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't easy to just, it's like you, like I'm meeting you at this time at this place, right? And then you have like the 15 minute window and then (laughs) it's like a whole different, uh, approach to life which yeah i like i'll get texts uh, for filming like oh let's go here and like 20 minutes before it sucks there let's drive here and it's like you couldn't have done that 
No, you couldn't have done that. (laughs) Here we get a lot of people destroying the surfline cameras and stuff like that, just to keep it like that. Yeah, just to keep it like, yeah. You have to go check the spot. I love that aspect of it. (laughs) Checking the surf is like one of the... I mean, there's something so wonderful about like how you were said in the beginning of not knowing. Yeah, I love that. I also wish I had an electric car, though, because <laughs> I, I like having a beat up van and it just probably isn't good for the environment. So uh, yeah, I should have some like California Act program for surfers where we get a discount for electric cars. Because we want to save the world. No <laughs> <laughs> wait, but we have to burn a bunch of coal for the electricity or whatever. Oh man, yeah, you're right. We need to just unless you get like a solar panel car. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, right? There's always a give and take. It's always a give and take. You gotta just like do the best you can. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Flintstone cars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we have it too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, any travels coming up? I really want to go. If I had my, like, how I felt about Mexi Log Fest for those two years, is the Dominican Republic. <laughs> I really want to go to the Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah. Nice. I saw some clips of Tommy Witt there and. My friend Curtis with wooden surfboards, and it just looked amazing. And they were there for like two months, and I was just sitting nice. there. <laughs> so I nice. told myself when that happened, I'm going. All right. Well, you're sending the uh, DR vibes your way. So that you oh, can- yeah. yeah. It's all about manifesting where you're going next. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we wrap this up, um, We'll we'll share a couple. We'll share a link in the notes. But then I'm curious: Are there certain surfers or that are that you really stick out that you enjoy working with? Or yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say, like here in California, for California at least. Yeah. Um. Definitely, a lot of the girls down at Pipes. And Swamis, I've been seeing a lot of really good women surfers come out of there in the last, like, two years. Malibu, of course. All the whole Chris Hall team up there. All the girls that ride for Chris Hall. Really good. Like, I've been really into watching females progress in the sport of, like, long... I guess they've always been really good, of course. But, like... (laughs) Like right now with how techy it's getting, there's so many oh, yeah. more like tricks going on and weird slangs <laughs> that I feel <laughs> like I'm still new to the sport all the time, just going to a new place, you know? Yeah. I'd say wooden surfboards. Um, there's Kondai that surfs for them. It was really good. And he started his own company, Yoint which is really cool. Yoint! Something like that. It's awesome. <laughs> and um, I've really enjoyed watching the crazy shapes that Tommy Witt surfs lately. Mm. Just lots of spinning around. 
But <laughs> if I had to say who my like my favorite people to film over the last couple of years would probably be David Argunda, Veedster on Instagram. Mm. He is definitely gonna be a huge name in surfing, I believe. Cool. Point down the line. And uh definitely my good friend Levi. Levi Prairie. He's I really love just like fun, sporadic, goofy, always in any type of <laughs> situation. And if you can put it in surfing, I think that's where it belongs the most. Awesome. <laughs> okay, well, and then lastly, do you have any advice or wisdom to share? I guess I would just say like, you know, like, as being surfers, we're all like privileged. We all have it a beautiful way of life that we should share with everybody if we can. Mm. And like the new people coming along, don't remember you were new too, you know, and don't be like mean. You got to teach people sometimes sternly out in the water, you know, what's going on. If they almost kill you with the board, but... <laughs> with a smile on your face you know like mm. i keep seeing people get really hostile in the water and i'll be filming and it just makes it awkward and then yeah. i think when i see a lot of people do do it too with a smile and make the ocean a healing place where you can learn and be humble and like leave the whole aggro chavism i've put in more time than you thing out of it and i think i think surfing when it when it has that to it we all grow and i think i've witnessed that change my life in surfing because i kind of was a blockhead like that at first so. <laughs> beautiful thank you wise words yeah. yeah thank you for the experience